What the hell did we just see with basketball? Greatness. Virginia is the only team capable of messing up that bad. I swear to God. Um, sorry, but <laughs> what the fuck? For anybody What's who's confused right now, um, the big dance started March Madness, the biggest basketball tournament probably in the world. Um, it's big. It's bigger than the NBA playoffs. It's bigger it's, than all these yeah. things. It's probably the biggest tournament of any sport in the world. Just because that, of like how that goes. Many, that goes. You really yearly, just that, said that. That goes yearly. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. I was about to say the World Cup. I meant, I meant, I meant, I meant to say, I meant to say annual. It's the biggest annual tournament of there basically any sport. I was about to so, chew you out. I was about to be like, "What fuck are you on?" You like, know, but but uh, but we we just saw the Virginia Cavaliers pull up Virginia Cavaliers. Um, for example, um, Virginia is the only number one seed in the history of this tournament to lose to a sixteen seed. Um, sixteen seeds are like one and a hundred and forty something. Um, yep. That one is Virginia. Virginia had a lead the entire game against Furman. And, they had um, a 13 point lead at most. And Kihei Clark threw a Hail Mary like Carson Wentz thrown into triple coverage. And um, Furman intercepted the ball because it's like Carson Wentz threw a ball in a triple coverage. <laughs> and Furman hit a three, and Virginia could not score after that. And the craziest but- thing is, Kihei Clark is in the corner. <clears throat> Virginia had a damn timeout. Virginia had a fucking timeout. That's a beautiful part of it. Tony Bennett could have just been like, yeah, timeout, and oh, he, yeah, he yeah, didn't. Yeah. He didn't. The, and the beauty of it, the, the fantastic, the fantastic <laughs> part about March and why people love March the most is they um, – people make brackets. People try to make like a perfect bracket. No one's ever done it because you it's like one in quintillion odds. I don't think, I don't think but, anyone ever will. But – after, like, the first – we're, like, two games in, we are down to 10% left in per- perfect brackets. Yeah. That's insane. That's insane. But for I, all of – for, for any of our international listeners, um, really, you, you should really go and check this tournament out. Also, Chad, I know you're shushing somebody behind you, but I can edit the audio. He can talk. Oh, I know. To, I if know. If he's trying to but... ask you something, um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's okay. go 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 check out this tournament. I mean, it's great because you you get to see kids like weirdly enough. And I know we don't usually talk about footy in our cold open, but I'm about to compare this to the FA Cup. It is FA Cup esque. You, this you is get, where you get to see kids who don't get to play on this stage, kind of like you yep. get to see professional footballers who don't get to play on that stage play. And rounds one and two of the or round one at least of the NCAA tournament is the FA Cup third round. Yes, they literally make or break people's careers, like in terms of draft picks for. Um, the entire NBA, it's very dependent on the tournament. It's for for example, Steph Curry balled out in the tournament, and that's why he went that high. Like that's he had a good of, season at Davidson, but but they were only that high of a seed in the tournament, given a chance to ball out in the tournament because he balled out the entire season. I don't like that example. John Moranthan. Ben Simmons. <laughs> 
uh um can we, oh can my we god kick chad from the chat like <laughs> no, what do you mean man ben simmons ben, is benjamin. a trash can benjamin simmons but well, they, yeah, the, the, the NCAA tournament is incredible, and I, I, I just think everybody should check it out. Go, go look at it. Unless you're a Virginia Cavaliers fan, you should probably avoid it for the rest of your life. If you're and in where's the region, UNC? If yeah, if you're in the region of Virginia, not here. Um, but 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 Carl, but Carl, but Carl. I watched them end your lovely coach's career last year, and you will never live that down. <laughs> yeah, but guess what? But guess what? We're gonna win this year somehow. <laughs> like I, I don't know what's how. crazy. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if Duke won. Also, UNC is the only preseason number one to not make the tournament. Yeah, which is disgusting. Sorry, yeah. uh, get clap, boys. Hey, yo, welcome back to the High Kicks Podcast. Chad, Carl, how we doing? Fantastic. Fucking finger guns. Um, I'm excited to talk <laughs> about footy. Yeah, um, I got roasted by the two of them but when we started because we can see each other on video, but we're not having video this week. This is my first episode of my new apartment, which is an absolute crib and a half. Carl has seen it. It's dope. Very nice. Very but nice. I have... I have a balcony door behind me, and the sun is coming in, and I am a silhouette. He really is. Like, I am a silhouette. Like, it's normal behind him, and then where it's like, because he has like a filter on, where it's like just him focused, it is pure darkness. So, before we talk about any games um, and anything like that, we just have to bring up some I would call this detrimental news. I'm not really sure what your guys' thoughts on this are, but Gianni Infantino has been elected for his third term as FIFA president. And I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this, but he got elected in Rwanda. um, And he (laughs) gave a speech comparing or talking about how the Rwandan genocide in the 90s and how the country bounced back. And then he compared that to his own struggles as the president of FIFA. Yep. I did not hear that speech. Um, that is bigoted as anything. This Jesus man. This, honestly, is the same, this is the same man, by the way, at the World Cup that said he said he felt like a Muslim. He felt like a Jew. He felt like a Catholic. He felt like a gay person. He felt like a straight person. The people who write this man's speeches, if it's not, then you need someone to write this man's speeches for him. Either that, someone in either his own head or in his circle is absolutely unfreaking hinged. Because holy shit, this guy will not shut up and will not stop shooting himself in the foot. He's like that friend that tries to make everything about themselves. Yeah. I'd say, yeah. But also tries to make it funny when it's just obviously not. Like, they, yeah. they'll crack the joke when it's way too soon to crack the joke. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm genuinely surprised that he ended up getting voted back in. But one of the major reasons... That, that was one of the reasons, as well as, like, the major leagues, the five major leagues within Europe, none of them can vote on this. Yeah, no, they're governed by UEFA. Yeah, so it's just a very difficult situation to try to determine uh, how he actually 
gets elected. And uh, it's sort of BS, but crazy. Enough, he's there. I'd, I'd still take him over set bladder. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> but that's not saying much. Like, I know. No, that that's saying nothing. Literally, that's like taking the lesser of two evils. And they're it's it's just not fun like the the guy is still we're, we're still gonna watch footy so he's still gonna be able to make money but it's he's beyond one when it comes to any political talk and anything of the sorts it's just disgusting what he has he's so he's so out of touch he has such an easy like i hate yeah. to say it he has such an easy job because all he has to do all that fifa has to do to keep making money is nothing everyone watches their yeah. sport everyone watches their product everyone buys their product so it's like they like literally like yeah i can be like oh no they lost 0.0001 percent and that's like what like a couple million it's like oh boy they earned like they rose like 7.5 billion in revenue in like 2022 yeah so it's like oh it's like even if like he is I legitimately think he says the shit that he says to like experiment. Like how how far can I go with how terrible <laughs> what I can say to like till it actually affects my company? But yeah. it probably won't ever. I think yeah. the craziest thing is that they didn't even applaud for him when he was reelected. If if we really want to see like how much he's disliked. Uh, look at the audience's reaction like chad i love i love how in between the times you're talking you're listening to us but you're turned around watching basketball i am (laughs) yes it is beautiful it is beautiful but i I don't like that he got reelected. but if he ran unopposed like it is what it is i to stay with fifa a little bit though they officially announced what the upcoming World Cup format is going to be. And, and this is something I do like. Yeah, I, I like this because I like that they're expanding the World Cup. It's been known that this World Cup is going to be um, 48 teams instead of 32 in 2026. But there were a lot of rumors that the World Cup was going to be groups of three and... It was going to be weird, and Chad, I know you have a smirk on your face because you liked it for how awful it was because the irony. It was it was beautiful at FM because you would face countries like Fiji when you're Germany. You would literally get groups of like Germany, Fiji, and like some middle African nation, and they'd win both of their games like 15-0, and then they lose round one. It was <laughs> horrid and beautiful. But so it's going to be um, 12 groups of four. Three matches in the group stage, like always. The top two teams in each group are automatically going to go through, and eight of the best third-place teams are going to go through. So they're raising the maximum amount of games that a player can, or that a team can play from eight, from seven to eight. I don't mind it. Yeah, I, I honestly really don't mind this change. It's allowing a lot of representation for lesser countries, not lesser, but lesser countries in terms of their football status. It it really is able to represent players who previously wouldn't have been able to get in. So we may be able to see like Egypt with Mo Salah and other situations like that. Or Holland like and that. Norway. Exactly. Although in the next four years, I think Norway should 
also be able to qualify for it. Yeah, they got they got Odegaard and Holland. Sorry, like yeah. you're pretty good. No reason. Yeah. 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 FIFA also announced that the Club World Cup is having a massive overhaul, which is good. It's such a underutilized I'm not sure, I'm not sure how I feel about it actually. Well, what have they have they changed the over like have they announced what they're going to change? It's going to be a 32 team tournament. Okay. It's going to be a World Cup in the summer. Okay. But club teams Oh, we've Fun. consistently talked about how they overwork these players to a degree That's that my starts. Fear. That's my fear. I like the idea of the tournament, but the overworking is my issue. That's predominantly uh, yeah. where a lot of issues will lie because we won't be able to see club football as well. Injuries are going to become more common. It's just going to become a little bit of a cluster, but we, we need to see what ends up happening. Carl, a cluster or a clusterfuck? Clusterfuck. I just didn't want to say the second part. You literally opened the show by saying fucking finger guns. You're not wrong, but... Yeah, but in terms of FIFA, let's move on. Because honestly, they did one good thing and sort of shat on too. So we we aren't too happy. We're still going to watch the game, of course. But yep, little frustrating. Champions Chad, League, though. Chad, I'm going to throw this one over to you to take the lead on this. For a Champions League? Yeah, just oh my start, start with start with Napoli and Frankfurt and what went down. Oh, I mean, yeah, God. So basically, Napoli. I forget if they put the order out before the game, but there was I, I've but they literally said, "Hey, we're not going to allow Frankfurt fans into the stadium or in the city," and because Frankfurt fans are fucking wild, man. They are a different breed of radical. Not yeah, like, but they. Dorman fans Destroyed. will make the wall. Frankfurt fans will make a wall, then break it, then break some other shit. Well, no, they'll make a wall around your city and then jump in the city. That's yeah. what they'll do. But they destroyed a bunch of shit. I I don't know if it was like widespread. I know they like burned a couple a couple cars went on fire. So like you know, average day in Philadelphia, but they brought it to Naples, and. It's just super violent. I mean, at I the heard, end of the I day, heard cars on fire, and I was waiting for you to make a film joke. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, it's like, yeah, it sucks because they like Europeans don't see it a lot, but it's like it's it's another day in goddamn American sports. If that happens, it's like, oh boy, there's a car on fire. But Did specifically in Philadelphia, service. yeah, specifically in Philadelphia. Literally, if they win or if they lose, a car's getting <laughs> burned. Sorry. For, for, like, refer- for reference to any of our non-American listeners, when Philadelphia won the Super Bowl, there were videos of fans eating horse shit off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you could. I guess. I guess you could say congratulations, Frankfurt fans. You've officially become the Philadelphia sports group of Europe. Which is oh. an odd title to achieve, but I don't think I read you want into that it. title. I read into it a little bit more. Atlanta fans also helped fucking shit up. Uh, no shit, Atlanta fans would help that. <laughs> Good. Okay, I understand burning burning people's cars and destroying property bad, but shit. If it was Philadelphia fans in New York, I'd fucking drive down and help them. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo, unrelated, but at some point we have to give Chad the full rundown of our Atalanta team, but we can do that later. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Crazy FIFA team. But let's get into some games. Starting starting with that Frankfurt Napoli match. Um Napoli smoked them. Napoli's yeah. legit. Napoli's Napoli, officially a Napoli are the be- Napoli are the best team in Europe right now. I think full stop. I, I don't think well, yes. They are unreal. Them I, have a, I, I actually have a Napoli jersey hanging next to me. Is that the one I got you? Yeah. Hey, okay. It doesn't fit me, so I can't keep it in my closet. So it's decoration. <laughs> Bro, European sizes are so weird. Sorry, not sorry. Like it's American like an sizes, it's, it's, like, it's an X. It's an XL, but it fits me like a medium. <laughs> I, I hate it. I don't understand it. But. Napoli are legit. Um, Osimhen is insane. I should have had Carl pronounce yes. that because he still can't. Um, yep. But Kvarik Vichilia is unreal. You should have made Carl try to pronounce that one. <laughs> you should have made me pronounce both names, and I literally would have just said the striker and the winger. Like <laughs> the guy who's playing try, like try, prime try, goddamn try Messi. Vichilia. Avarich Vichilia. Well, now he's gonna say it directly, but if like you put it in a way where like if you oh, put no, it no, no, in no. front if of him in just words, left it for me, like yeah, no, I would. Oh my screwed. god! Yeah, I, Carl I still, is, I still Carl say Usman. So Carl is notoriously bad with names, and like Kvara's last name, I understand, but Osman is literally how it's spelled. I know, <laughs> but Usman Dembele, like just <laughs> different people. No, no crap. No crap. (laughs) Okay. But Napoli are legit. Like, Napoli's legit. Legit. Um, Rest in peace to Eintracht Frankfurt and my beloved Club Bruges. Got fucking got They got smoked. Dude. Benfica bent them over a barrel. Benfica bent them over a barrel and. It's Scott Parker's fault. I'm gonna tell you this, man. This is all Scott Parker's fault. Scott Parker before he Scott, before Scott he arrived two jobs this season. Before he arrived, Club Bruges were unironically like a sleeper team. Like if you gave them a team that was like it wasn't like a Man City, but like a team like uh, like Benfica. I'm sorry to say it. Any other coach, I feel like Club Bruges like goes into that game and like all right, we'll give it a good shot. Scott Parker fucking sucks. I yeah. don't know how he continues to like. I don't know why Club Bruges looked at him. It's like we have a good team. Let's ruin it. They have <laughs> one of the best defenses in Europe. They legitimately like allowed like sub like ten goals. I think for like it was something crazy like that. But they allowed the least, and then Scott Parker shows up and burns it all down. Yes, it was. He oh, frustrates me. But uh, Chelsea actually scored two goals, and they're actually through. I'm beyond baffled by that. Chelsea have been abysmal, and suddenly they're like, oh, yeah, we can play against Dortmund. I'm not. After watching the first 30 minutes of that game, I'm like, yeah, they're scoring two. Like, Dortmund oh, yeah, did without not a show doubt. up. Without a doubt, like, <laughs> watching the game, but, like, prior to the game, I was like, Chelsea's botching this, like, without a doubt. Yep. Yep. Spurs. Tottenham, Spurs, Tottenham. They, they got a red card in the game yep. where they needed to score two goals. That's just like the most Spurs thing I've ever seen. 
Um, the Inter Porto second leg was boring. Yes. Yeah. Um, Inter goes just, through, of course, but it's just sort of like, all right, whatever. <laughs> like you ended up like, winning, but it was just because Porto got a red card. And like P- even Spurs with their red card, that match was still exciting. Like even with ten men, Spurs still had chances. Yeah, they had a lot of chances. Yep. But yep. you know, it's Spurs. Yep. Um, Liverpool lost, which they're probably going to roast me for. But I've been I've been saying this for the last couple like. I guess weeks now that I I personally think Liverpool need to get top four in the Premier League, and being out of every other competition allows their players to stay more fresh, and it allows um, them to focus more on the Premier League, which I think could only be good. It, yeah. It's definitely essential for Liverpool to try to get that top four spot, and I think they will. Like, let's not get it wrong. Like, they they are playing extremely well as recently, despite the we just lost loss. a fucking Bournemouth. Uh, hey, hey, you just smacked Man U seven nil before that. Bournemouth. So uh, I know, Carl. I know. I just needed you to say it and not me. Yeah, yeah. No shit. <laughs> I mentioned it earlier when Virginia lost. So like, yeah. But it's not the only seven nil that has occurred. No, um, a Manchester club, not Carl's, won a match. Uh, yeah, no, no. Hey, man, we're talking about Champions hand, League uh, still. Like, <laughs> sorry. Erling Holland. Erling Holland scored five goals before the 60th minute. Yep. Um, Pep took him off to. Uh, my assumption is to make sure that Messi's record of five goals in a game in a champions league was matched and not broken yes i'm just gonna run down a little bit on what erling holland accomplished with this game so he's the youngest player let me say one thing people made like fail tapes of holland scoring five goals i i just want like that to settle in he scored five goals and people were like Oh, yeah, no, like, he just scored rebounds and stuff and shit like that. He scored five fucking goals. His positioning... People don't understand the whole, like... I don't understand the whole notion of a tap-in merchant. Because you want to know what a tap-in merchant means? Wingers. Wingers are more tap-in merchants. I'd say. Exactly, but if you're you're a striker and you're a quote-unquote tap-in merchant, that just means you have absolutely sublime positioning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It just means that no one can reach you on the pitch at that time. And guess what? With Holland's speed, with his height, with his athleticism, yeah, no one can touch him. Yes, but so just to run it down, Erling Holland is now the youngest player in the history of the Champions League to score 30 goals. He scored 30 goals. Beating Mbappe. He scored 30 goals in less games than any other player in the history of the Champions League. Um, It's March, and he has scored more goals throughout all competitions than any player in the history of Manchester City. I repeat, it's March March. in his first season. Carl also let me know that Erling Holland has the highest goals per game ratio in the history of the Champions League at, what is it, 1.32? Goals yeah, and game. then Lewandowski is second with like 0.82 or 0.85. So that's almost half a goal a game more. Yeah, it it, it is beyond like I just can't comprehend how he's scoring more than a goal a game within the Champions League. I also so I, I saw something this week 
where somebody said, and I want to know your guys' thoughts on this. Erling Holland is nowhere near Kylian Mbappe's level as a full-on all-around footballer, and the media is pairing them together to try and create another Messi-Ronaldo debate. That's just untrue, man. They're the two best young forwards in the world right now. I'd like no like. I just think they're drastically different. I think they're drastically they different, are. and like Holland hasn't been used like the way that he was at Dortmund when he had a lot more rain on the ball. So like Jamie Carragher said it, sixty percent of Erling Holland. But the if you, other thing, if you give it to him, like he's doing it. Yeah. The yeah, other crazy I, thing, what's I, I just like don't. It's like it's you can kind of say it's the same thing with Messi and Ronaldo. It's like they both played vastly different roles on their team. Like no shit, but they're still pound for pound. They were the at least when they were at their peak, the two best players in the world. It's going to be the exact same thing with Holland and Mbappe. Exactly. Kinda. It it is a my, comparable my, so, situation. So, so my I so my think, my my yeah. my kinda with Messi is that. Ronaldo gets praised for his goal scoring, and I'm going to sound like a messy dick rider here, but <laughs> I'm a former, I thought Ronaldo was the better player. And as I've gotten deeper and deeper into footy, when you are the leading goal scorer or on pace to be the leading goal scorer potentially of all times with a higher goals per game ratio than Cristiano Ronaldo, while yes. nearly doubling his assist tally, like... What's Sorry. crazy is, yeah. what's crazy I, is it's probably this. It, you might argue it's going to be closer to the same thing if Mbappe continue. Like he's probably going to go to Real Madrid, right? And he's probably going to be again this playmaking type. While Holland fits in this role with Pep Guardiola in the City team, where he's going to be the goal scorer. He's going to yeah. be put into a spot where he's going to be asked to score more. But then you could be then there's going to be probably a season or two where Mbappe is going to have more goal contributions because he has assists. But, but my my thing with Messi is it's not contributions, it's goals also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Messi yeah. scored 91 goals in a calendar year. Oh, I know. Holland's going to break that with 200, but no one's ready for uh, that conversation. Jesus. Um, <laughs> but Holland, Holland is him. He, he just scores. He just – he is Thanos. He is inevitable. Yeah, it's, honestly. It's, it, it, it's ridiculous. It's bound to happen. He's bound to score in a game. And if he doesn't score in one game, he's scoring three in the next. So, sorry. Like, it, it's just dumbfounding to watch him play right now. He yep. And like we previously said, he's not used to his fullest potential. So, when he actually is, and if we're able to see, like, bro, when, he, when Norway makes it, I cannot wait to see him break pretty much he's going to be crazy in the World Cup. So my thing with the World Cup is, though, no one has scored throughout their career in the World Cup at the same clip as Mbappe. That is true. But Holland hasn't been in the same position. Fair, but Mbappe is going to break Miroslav Klose's World Cup record easily. Oh, without without a doubt. Yeah, literally, Um, he's currently on pace to break it by, like, 20 goals or something. Yeah. yeah. He's going to break it in the next World Cup, and he might have two more, two more World Cups after that. I've seen uh, comparisons of Thierry Henry's stats compared to 
Mbappe at their current point in their career, like same games played. I how far ahead Mbappe, Mbappe is up? Like he's up by like a hundred goals and like fifty plus assists. Yeah, with with the fucking World Cup and other stuff. Like it, it it's dumbfounding what he's capable of producing on the pitch. You guys want to slide right. into the prem? No. Oh, we got we one missed, more. We missed. We, uh, we missed Liverpool losing. So fuck you. I already, no, I already, I already touched on that. We, we talked missed. About how we missed PSG doing it again. Yeah, the but that was a hurt PSG. I'm not, I'm not even gonna like. I'm a Bayern fan, and I'm still not gonna sit here and be like, "Oh yeah." I'm like, making fun of him. I don't care. PSG at full strength, I think would have put up made so much more save of oh. the Champions League so far. Bro, he he made a save and then fucking scores on the other end right away with a fucking banger. That is true, but Bobby got fucking pocketed that game. That man. Oh yeah, God, that is true. Delict didn't, didn't score. Oh uh, no, it did not score. It was Chupo Moting and um Bro. and Serge Nabry and Serge. Yeah, literally the the game right before it, Delict made a similar save. Like literally goal line clearance yeah, off goal of a line, shot, yeah. and two minutes later he hits an outside of the box banger. Oh, I know what goal. Was that the? Hold on, I think I know what game you're talking about. Unless I'm fucking going a wall. I I think it was like uh like two to three games ago for Bayern Munich. So naughty what that man's capable of, and he's still so young. PSG are an interesting team, man. They was this is is this five and six years round of sixteen knockout, something like that. Ever since the Saudi takeover, they've just been like, you know, oh, <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's crazy, just how they like just keep doing this. Like I like, and I understand they keep making smart signings. They keep bringing in younger talent players. They're still a goddamn mercenary camp. That have no 100%. killing blow to them. Like they, they're brought in to like <laughs> they're brought in to like bring a Champions League. Because that's it, right? Uh, no offense to other teams in France, but like uh, yeah, without a doubt. It's like PSG winning, winning the league for them is not an accomplishment. It's kinda like Bayern. It's kinda like exactly. Bayern. They're judged they're judged on their European success. Yeah. Like so currently I looked at like the odds in terms of like teams actually capable of winning their trophies. PSG is at 99% winning uh Ligue 1. And I'm just in here like yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, they're 8 points up with 11 left to play. They the the thing is is that it's but the form PSG just doesn't – Oh, it's like I'm not trying to say it's not competitive enough because like obviously, you know, in the cup, they got knocked down in the cup. But it's like there's no second team in France. There's no Dortmund. There's there no was a re- couple of years ago. There was. I mean, with like, I mean there didn't, is, didn't there was once every just win the league? Oh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, exactly. Lille, Monaco, but like that's once every blue moon. And then eventually those guys move on to a different league or go to PSG. Like that's 100%. It. I know Dortmund's kind of the same way, but shit, at least like Dortmund, I mean, not Dortmund, at least Bayern Munich Dortmund, has. Dortmund hasn't sold a player to Bayern in quite some time, actually. Yeah. But like, at least Dortmund at least goes punch to punch at times with Bayern. Uh, at least at like, but obviously that league's nowhere near good enough, of course, as well. But like, 
Shit. I was about to question uh, what Brian said, but then I forgot that Summer moved from Dortmund and then Byron picked him up. <laughs> Summer? Yeah. When? Else, how long ago was Summer at Dortmund? Uh, I'm pretty was sure he? he went. Here, let me pull up. Uh, I swear he was. God no. damn it, United won. No. He was at Basel, and then he was at Borussia Mönchengladbach. Holy oh, shit. Oh, no. Who was the other Swiss dude? That's why I'm confusing it, because uh, Dortmund had a Swiss goalkeeper. The only Swiss I could... They have a Swiss goalkeeper now, I think, in Kobel. European matchups are funny, because you see like a hotly contested, like, Juve won 2-0 against Freiburg, and then Feyenoord beat Shakhtar fucking 7-1. I'm thinking Berkey. <laughs> oh, you're thinking Berkey. Okay, yeah, that's a while yeah. I think the most recent transfer between the two clubs is actually Hummels going back to Dortmund. Yes, you are right in saying that. Fucking, yeah. I, I like the move for Dortmund overall because of the, like, the veteran presence and also like Bayern wasn't Didn't playing need him anymore. anymore. Yeah. yeah. You guys want to slide into some Prem? Yeah. I guess. All right, so let's I... start with Chelsea beating Leicester three one. No, <laughs> no, bro, we're we're all disappointed no. this week, so it I don't think it matters much. It, to me, I it mean, does. I mean, I just need to talk. I mean, that's all I got on that. Leicester yeah. are now Leicester are now tied in terms of points in the relegation zone, but they can stay tied on points because they're plus seventeen goals on Bournemouth, so that's fine. That's this team just, is that's, way too. That's just this fine. team is way um, too good to be here. And also, Brendan Rodgers. <laughs> Brendan Rodgers showed his death blow. Just Bournemouth beat up. Liverpool. I I can't. I don't know what the hell's going on. Like one week we beat fucking United seven <laughs> nil, and then we lose to fucking Bournemouth. Yeah, and like Bournemouth actually beat Liverpool. This isn't like oh yeah, Bournemouth just got like a lucky goal. Like no, they beat Liverpool. Yeah. I, yeah. I am beyond one about that, but I can't say shit. Yeah. <laughs> Manchester United drew Southampton. Um, exactly. I can't say shit. So you want to know what the crazy and thing last is week. With, with Man U? So Casemiro had apparently never seen red in his career before he got to Manchester United, and he has seen two this year. So that one challenge, completely understand why you saw red, and he he. I guess it's because it's slightly faster paced than La Liga, um, or slightly more physical. I don't know what it is, but having those two straight reds, not not like two yellows, straight reds, is dumbfounding to me because of what he did at Real for years prior. Yeah. yeah. It's still unlucky. still the best CDM in the world, though. It's unlucky oh, yeah. because the uh, big thing. I don't know. I'm... No, no, because with no, hold on, hold on, oh. hold on, hold on. Best CDM for in the up, world. Yes, for straight up CDM, he is the best CDM in the world right now. I might still take Rodri over him right now. That's actually pretty valid. 
It's the only one I, I would take over him. It's only Rodri. Yeah, I, I, I could, I can see that argument, but bias and, and that, also that, fuck that, city. That, that's a, that's a might, by the way. Like I, I think exactly. it's between the two of them, and we are showing our prem bias here. But I mean, if Kamavinga played every single game like he just did against Liverpool, um, Kamavinga's up there, but he's not it, the consistency factor. Like it, uh, shit, if Tenali like was more consistent with stuff i could throw tonali in that conversation but right now those are the two most established like rodri's been leading the prem and yeah rodri has been leading the prem in passes for the past three to four seasons I didn't know about the percentage, but I knew in terms I said, of I said I'm pretty. I said I'm pretty sure. That might be wrong. I just pulled that out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't be surprised. Nah, like literally, uh, it was like you know how Tiago when he was at Bayern literally had like a 91 pass percentage or some shit. Yeah, like Rodri is like that. Every time yeah. the man touches the ball and passes it off, it's it's completed. Yep. Yep. Spurs beat Forest 3-1. I'm just trying to run this down a little bit more in terms of games. Palace are like a very interesting mid-table Palace team. Palace haven't had a shot on goal in three games. They're in a relegation battle now. I'm going to say that. They're way too inconsistent up front. I know they're probably the least likely team to get relegated, but holy shit, have their forwards just not shown up this year. Yeah, that's Bro, fair. If, that's fair. If Palace plays Man U, though, like, sorry... Palace Zaha. are winning. We're gonna get Zahad. turn it. That's it. It's, you get Zahad. That's their strategy. Arsenal, Arsenal smoked Fulham. Um, West Ham. Understandably suck. so. West, West, Ham, West suck. Ham still blow. <laughs> See, that's the thing. The reason why Leicester might not get relegated is because Bournemouth suck. West Ham suck. Well, unless you're Liverpool, but West Ham sucks. Leeds still suck because Patrick Bamford's a fraud. Southampton. I don't fucking know what they are, man. No offense at Leeds United, but like Leeds outside South, of so so Southampton is the James Ward Prowse show. That's yes. it. it oh God, that, I can't fucking believe we lost. Like I wasn't there for the last hey. episode, but how did we lose to that team? Sorry, I'm gonna go on my Leicester City rant. I don't know how Brendan Rodgers still has a job, but he said he has said his iconic "It's in our hands now" line. Where if you're a fan of Liverpool, you got to go back to like the 2014 year. He's like, are you really about to bring up the slip? Yes, I am. Because guess what happens? He says it's in our hands and then Gerard slips. And then next year. Oh, man. Why you being a dickhead I'm just saying, and then and then he's like, "All right, the get, getting into the round of 16, the Champions League is in our hands." They then go to the Europa League. Then it, it happens with uh, a Celtic. He's like, "Oh man, it's in our hands." And the Celtic fucking choke, and then he goes to Leicester, and then it's like, "It's in our hands." We blow fucking Champions League two straight years. We lose to Napoli when all we need is a draw, and now it's in our hands to not get freaking relegated with the sixth highest payroll in the league. And you going down. And he's the fourth highest coach in the league. To quote and he says, and then, boy, and then, and then sugar, he says, we're going down swinging. Then he has the audacity to say, saving Leicester from relegation will be one of my biggest achievements. He put them there. That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> what the 
that, that's just rough. That's just oh man, rough. I threw myself on a deserted island. Only I can save myself. Fuck! How is this? He's so, and we've looked so hey. mediocre. We've oh god. I went to go look at next week's matches and Liverpool play City. Yeah, you guys have an incredibly hard schedule. Fuck me. Liverpool have a super fun schedule. Liverpool over the next four games. Their season is decided. We have we have City, Arsenal, City, Chelsea, Chelsea, Arsenal. Yes. Good old Leeds, Nottingham, West Ham, Tottenham, Brentford, us, Leicester, Villa, Southampton. God, dude, I'm just gonna say this: Leicester City versus West Ham is gonna decide who gets fucking relegated. It really is. <laughs> I hate to hear those two names in relegation. Like both are fun teams to watch, but fucking West Ham has been abysmal this year. It's the meme of it's the meme of Stalin versus Hitler is gonna be Moyes versus Rogers. That's literally it. It's did you ins- just compare? Did you just compare Brendan Rogers and David Moyes? To Adolf Hitler and Joseph Stalin. In terms of tactics, yes, that wait, is wait, what it's like. Who's right who? Now. Who's who? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! I'm not gonna go don't there. Don't answer that. Don't I'm answer not that. answering that Please question. Don't. Please don't. <laughs> but like, see, these are all winnable games except for Liverpool and Newcastle and Man City for Liver- Leicester. Liverpool, Liverpool is a winnable game. We suck. I don't trust Leicester City. <laughs> I don't. Tr- like we just that, they'll draw Bournemouth. against Liverpool. They'll That's draw great. against Liverpool. That's great. Southampton did not win a game at home for six goddamn months, and then we turn around and pull out the worst game that we played all year in a must-win game. Oh. Fucking Danny Ward saves a penalty, and you're thinking, "Oh fuck yeah, we're gonna get the energy up. We got the worst goalkeeper in the league. Finally, did something. No energy." Like, that's it. We play with energy for 15 minutes. Nothing. Rodgers gets outcoached after halftime. Leicester City lead the league in points lost from a winning position. They have dropped 19 when they are winning. The next closest team is like 12. It is, it is disgusting. It is disgusting. That sucks. That's literally <laughs> what fucking ended up happening to Villa last year, and that's why they weren't like in any sort of talks because they were literally like up against a bunch of teams and then would choke every single time. So then they were like a mid-table team when they could have been like top eight, like pretty easily if they turned around some of those games. So Leicester City have been ahead. I mean, if you keep after- those nineteen points, you're in sixth. So, um, Leicester City, when games went behind after the 20th match week, they've been behind in 12 of them. They haven't gotten a single point from any of those games when losing. (laughs) Games went ahead, 11. Correction, they dropped 17 in 11 matches when winning. Then there's Wolverhampton, then there's Leeds with 13, and then Everton with 13. So you'd be in ninth if you didn't drop or tenth. We would be, we would be competing ninth. for top ten. It's a team that we always shit on every single week. I'm going to move on a little bit. Everton, they actually won against Brentford. Whatever. Because yeah. Sean is that guy. That that's literally it. Like their their goalie saved them. Congrats. He's not going to do it every single week, but congrats, Everton. 
and then of I course think Pickford New- needs to leave. Yeah, and uh, Newcastle won. Woo! Yep. That that's not a surprise. Sorry, MLS they were playing superstar goals. Miguel Almiron. You, you boys, you boys got anything else? I mean, I can make fun um, of Lester for another half an hour. <laughs> Keep going. I saw, Chad, actually, Chad, save that for your TikTok. That's fair. Right I, I saw one comparison that I actually want to bring up real quick, and it's um, people comparing uh, Trissard uh, with Mudrik. Mudrik, yeah. Dude, I saw something that was like Mudrik was just a smokescreen for Trissard the entire time. Bro, literally, Trissard... <laughs> uh, by the way, it's, an, it's an it's an awful comparison. Yes, without a doubt. You're comparing but, a twenty something year old kid who just is coming into the Premier League from Ukraine to a twenty eight year old who's been in the Prem for three years. Yeah, but 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 what but what? Trissard has a goal and eight assists since coming to Arsenal, and Mudrik. Is there sometimes? What assist? We ruined Leicester City ruined double oh seven. Just a fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> just, just another kick in the ass. Um, I mean, there is some. There was breaking news right before you guys started recording, in which Delhi Alley has been asked to watch from the stands for the rest of the season at Besiktas until he returns to Everton. Which, the down, the down, like the down, the downfall of Delhi Alley has been a has been like so sad. He has been banished from the first team, and the head coach of Besiktas has said he does not. I was about to say, do you remember? Do you remember squads. when this was just the thing? Yeah, yeah. I can't even do it because I had hands. My hands terrible. You, you can't. You can't go like this. You just tuck no. your fingers. Look, man. <laughs> I can't. My hand's fucked up, bro. I can't. <laughs> but, yeah, Deli Alley. Um, That's probably God, the saddest news I've heard. Like, hey, championship next year. Deli Alley, the comeback. <laughs> the comeback. No. no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think that's all we got, though. We're just sitting here laughing. Uh, um, screw Infantino. Screw FIFA. We're going to keep watching, though. Um, this was a quick one. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week. Goodbye. Peace. Do drugs. Peace. But don't really. No, don't. Don't do that. Legal drugs. Chef. No. No.